WRTR Real Talk Radio Featured guest DJs Original shows The hottest DJs from around the world Shouting out the Netherlands, the Philippines And all of y'all rocking with us here on WRTR Real Talk Radio Giving off Taurus energy this week As we introduce our guest host for the week Filling in for Miss Lyric Bravado Jace of the podcast Is It On? Or better known as JC What it do, homie? What's going on, everybody? How are you? Well, we're good. And how are you, Ticket Man? I'm good. A little tired, but I'm good. Yeah, tired heifers, you know how they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Mm-hmm. So, the Is It On podcast, scheduled to debut just in time for Christmas. You know, when you're tired of listening to Mariah's ass on that damn radio. Don't do that. We're not going to do that. I'm about, to not, go to, I'm about to go to her Christmas concert. Don't do that. Oh, Lord. For what? For what? Why is she still what's doing time? Sit down. What do you mean? Why is she still? She's earned her flat. Sit down. It's okay, okay to retire. It's okay. Okay. So no. I mean, Patty LaBelle still singing. All them, a lot of them older um, uh, female singers are still. Diana Ross still doing tours. I'm not mad, but don't well, say I'm nothing when you. When you go up there and break a hip or something, it's not only on me, you know. Now, now, Marcus, you know you did wrong for that. And then uh, this, this is my question, though. If you don't want Mariah to do her traditionals. Right oh, now, I didn't say I didn't want to. I said when they are tired of listening to them, then they can head on over to your podcast. Because I know for a fact <laughs> that people are going to be tired of that song, like, at least. Like one day, like 12 2, people gonna be like, All right, what else is on? And but this is the perfect time to debut. Really, it's traditional, it's traditional, exactly. It is, it is. It's it traditional. Is. And even if they do come over to my podcast, God be willing, I'm gonna be playing her music too. So, ain't no escaping it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. So, <laughs> there we go. All right, y'all. So welcome back to another episode of this week's podcast. Yo, we thank you for coming back. Definitely did see an increase in the number. So thank you for telling a friend to tell a friend. Shout outs this week go to my mom, you know, resting comfortably. The girl is getting better and we're going to see you soon. Uh, Let's see. Jacob Lopez chilling out of Washington State. Listen. So Jacob Lopez was a childhood friend of mine. This is the power of the internet. Childhood friend of mine that I knew back in fifth grade that remembered my name, saw, I guess, saw a post or something online Uh and, you know, found me. And we've been talking ever since, you know, learning about his life, what all he had to go through, what all I went through. It's just it's very interesting reconnecting with people. So definitely shout outs to him. And Oh, oh, oh. Let's see. Finally, I'd like to shout out social media creator, dancer, singer, and certified personal trainer, David Bugs. So uh, I know you get into the TikToks every now and again, Tigger Man. Um, David Bug is a social media person. So you know how people do those dance videos and stuff online right. and, you know, they'll be dancing to something. Yes. He has mastered the art of green screen. Where this dude will come into your pic, uh, into your video while you're dancing, and it's so funny because I got on it like I thought it was a parody, but he'll jump in. What? No, it sounds familiar. He'll jump in and like start twerking on dudes and stuff like that. You know, like, 
<laughs> and it makes people so oh, uncomfortable. People have people have done reaction videos to it and everything. It's freaking uh, hilarious. So, true. shout out to him doing this thing. You got to look him up on TikTok, uh, Instagram. He's definitely doing his thing. And as far as social media trolls go, he definitely wins the crown. Well, shout out to him. All right. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into learning a little bit more about JC, what did you learn, Black, this week, Tigger Man? What did I learn? Nothing. It's like nah. Um, I just found out a, a black woman is now the first um black female president of Harvard University. Oh, I heard about this it's one. Go for it. No president of um within the last four hundred years since yeah. It's for the first time in 400 years. That's what it basically says. Um, and she's the second female president oh. of the university. What does that say for everybody? What does it say? Hmm? What does it say? You tell me. 400 years? Seriously? First years. black? Harvard. <laughs> Harvard. Well, when it comes to leaders, um, I learned black this week. A group called Brooklyn Emerging Leaders Academy, or BELLA, shout out to the group. Uh, it's a charter school, an all-girls charter school in Brooklyn, New York. It's celebrating its first graduating class in the school's history. I'm sorry, its first graduating class in the school's history, even more. <clears throat> all of the graduates have been accepted into college, <clears throat> each oh. and every one of them. All right, now. So it was launched in 2017. The school has since aimed to overcome the educational inequalities encountered by black and brown youth to empower each young woman to be the best version of herself. And its first batch of graduates proved exactly that. So shout out to Brooklyn doing great black things. All right. All right. So Tell us all about JC and what to expect on the It's On, I'm sorry, Is It On podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, um, let me just state this. Shout out to T.S. Madison because I know when people read out um, the logo to the podcast and the first thing they're going to see is, Is It On? Everybody is familiar with um, T.S. Madison saying it. Um, so big ups to her. If this ever do happen to reach her, she has definitely been a motivation of some sort to me um, because of her rawness and her being open and just being in a position of just educating her, not only herself, but her peers and her surroundings. So, mm -hmm. um, which is another part of the reason why I'm creating this podcast based off of me just following her wrong, right on different career. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So I definitely want to give a big shout out to her um, on behalf of me bringing this up on the podcast as far as is it on. Um, I don't know. I'm still, as I mentioned to you, yeah. we talked on the side before this. So this is like my first time doing this okay. um, as far as the podcast is concerned. That's what they all say. This is my first time. This, my first time. this is my first time. Oh, I've never done this before. Just slide it in easy. My first time. No, it is definitely not your first time for anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Most what certainly I not. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Nothing everybody don't already know. <laughs> Y'all know what? Don't laugh, don't laugh at him. I'm trying not to. I'm really trying not to, but Marcus, his little side little any windows is getting to me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
That's Y'all, it's Halloween time. This is our favorite time. This is my favorite time of year. Like, I love scary shit. I love going to the haunted. Okay, Jace, got to tell you about this story, right? Don't, don't, stop, stop. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. Tony, <laughs> let me ask you a stop. question before Mark is stop. Is this story going to be out of context in any form of the sense? No. No. Okay, 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 right, right, okay. It's what not. kind of people do you think we are? I mean, listen, vice versa, we getting to know each other and things of that nature before. No, no, let me tell you a little background, Tony. Before he say his story, I, all he already knows, I'm Buck. I'm Buck. He follows me on social media, so it's nothing that he can possibly say to me that will surprise me. I just wanted a little bit of clarification. Mm-hmm. That's all. No, it, it's about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. It, it's about me. I already know <laughs> it's about Halloween. I already know. So we used to go. Okay, so at my old job, I found out that one of my coworkers worked at this place in Delaware called Wicked Woods. Shout uh-huh. out to Wicked Woods, still apparently doing their thing. It Are was, uh, well, according to, last time I heard they were. Now, uh-huh. during COVID, and, hmm, actually, I didn't, I didn't, I don't even think I looked this year. Hmm. Anyways, I meant to, but I don't think I did. Anyways, so uh, it's basically a, it's a farm. Uh-huh. Um, they have barns, everything. They have the whole haunted hayride thing set up to where, Everybody comes. It's like people from near and far. Everybody drove. We drove an hour and a half, two hours just to go. So that should tell you the attraction and how many people go and what the energy is, right? Right. So we go. Uh, everybody's there. They take us, you know, through the woods. Uh, you're, you know, you got people in trees. You got people popping out. You got imaginary cars that are you know look like cars about to hit you and shit like it was just scary anyways we get up to the, now we're in this group right it's all of us and then it's like this white man and his little boy right uh-huh. so i'm thinking mm, i don't know if i bring a little kid to this you know what i'm saying like he hadn't been more than eight like seven eight eight years old I'm thinking, God, why would I? Why would somebody bring this kid to something like this to emotionally scar them? We go, we're sitting there, and uh, <laughs> we get up to this bus. Now they have you go on the bus. Are you familiar with the movie Jeepers Creepers? I am. I'm a big fan of. I'm a really big right. fan. <laughs> so you know, on the first movie where the kids are in the bus, and that's, the that's not movie. That's not I'm the sorry. Movie. That's well, I'm sorry. On one of them, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the fan. There you go. Well, where he's well, where the demon is on the bus, or I'm sorry, I was on the outside of the bus, licking the window and all that. It kind of had uh-huh. that setup. Uh-huh. So you go through, and you're in a narrow bus. Like the bus has been gutted out on the sides and stuff. You only see like one set of seats, but it's pretty much open so that multiple people can fit in there. Uh-huh. So we're standing there, and. All of a sudden, this guy in a costume and a Jason mask or something comes up. He comes out, and around his neck, he has this huge, thick boa no, constrictor. Got it all wrong. That is not what happened. What happened you then? Tell me. Tell me then. Stuff up now. Because I, I just need to get to the punchline. But go ahead. Basically, what happened was we were um, we were on a tractor. We all met up at a barn. Everybody met up at a barn. And they were taking groups of people onto a tractor into the beginning of the woods, where the woods started at. And as we were on the tractor, 
um, I guess the host, he goes, and I don't know why I even answered it, but he goes, is anybody scared of snakes? Yeah. I'm the first one. I'm terrified of snakes. I'm like literally terrified of snakes. And I was like, I am. So I don't want them beside me. So we get to the beginning of the woods and everybody get off the tractor. And the host led us into the woods. As we going into the woods, people jumping out from under, coming up from under the ground, running yeah. in the woods, chasing us, uh, every, chasing us and everything. Little midgets running around. Oh, it's dark. God. It's dark. It's like dark. It is the like midgets dark when I tell you. So everybody running and screaming and stuff. I stopped for a minute and I went to turn around. This man had a big ass python snake, snake face right in front of my face. I turned around and freaked out. I started screaming, running, running over people, kids. <laughs> so this is the part that I'm going to take over the story because see, Listen, he's, he's traumatized, so he remembers. Oh, oh my so God. He remembers this a lot more vividly than I do. But <laughs> let me just share with you when he says that he ran over people's kids, he is not lying. Oh, bigger man cleared that little boy. That little eight year old <laughs> had a whole ass footprint on his face. Look, I, I looked. Mm -mm. I was like, oh my God. Listen, the, boy, the boy's father jumped out the way. Fuck the boy. The boy was just, was I like don't know. Literally was... in my face and stuck his tongue out too. You know how the tongue go out. It freaked yeah. me out. I was gone. I, I was gone. I was running over everybody. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't blame you because I'm petrified of snakes too. I probably yeah. would have over a few kids myself, but that... <laughs> yeah. I Listen, to add insult to injury, so they yeah. not only did he run, but then the guy started chasing him with the snake, and that was yeah. even funnier. Yeah. Yes, yes, chasing me with the snake. I was done. It I was, was. Done. And it's it like was. every part of the um of the whole thing had a thing mm -hmm. to it. There was a thing like the Jeepers Creepers. There was um Michael Myers, Michael Myers, was... Freddy Krueger, mm -hmm. um Jason. Yeah, Jason. Oh, and Chainsaw Massacre too. Oh, so yep. yeah. And yeah. you can't have a Halloween. We went into that. We went into that haunted house at the end of it. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was wild though. I, I had fun, but it was wild. And then oh. at, after we finished up and got back on the tractor, the guys go. So, who was the who was the person that ran over the kid? <laughs> mm -hmm. I said it was me. I told y'all don't put no don't bring no snakes around me. <laughs> Oh, it was wow. mess. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. That's you. That now that right there would have been a sight to see. I probably would have been one of those ones with the camera out like that was back. Shit, that was back before. Well, no, that wasn't before camera phones, but it was like right. It was before you could record a video that long. That's how yeah. far back yeah. we talked. It was years ago. That was years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep, are, we yep. Talking, are we talking sidekick years or? Flip phone. Shit, yes. We did have sidekicks. We did have sidekicks. I forget yeah. that because you know you still I don't yeah. know about y'all, but I was recording on my sidekick. I don't care when nobody say I, before it was social media was social media, I was taking more videos and I was taking more pictures. Yeah, so we sure did have sidekicks. We sure did. Yep, yeah, yeah. Did. That's why I had to think like when you say yes, I'm like, hold on, let me put a stamp on it. <laughs> it was back because we sure did have sidekicks at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speak, 
speaking of sidekicks, our sidekick lyric, like we said, is out this week, uh, recovering, yes. but we're still going to keep it moving with lyrics lessons up next. We will be right back after this. In response to me being very critical of Biden and his handling of the that's currently occurring in Gaza, I had somebody ask and snarkily, may I add, have you reconsidered your stance on conservatism? And to that, I have to say, I would rather get a pap smear with a hot fire poker. Because let's be clear, this isn't just the problem of the current administration, though they do have blood on their hands for how they've chosen to handle it. America has a long-standing history with the Israeli government. We invest billions in weapons for the IDF to carry out these acts while there are children starving on our own soil. Our stance on this issue should not be a surprise because this nation is also founded on the violent ethnic cleansing of another group and it has sustained itself through the enslavement and oppression of several other groups as well. If there was currently a Republican president in office, the result would largely be the same, if not even more egregious. In fact, because of their blatant attempts to endorse fascism and contribute to the erasure of marginalized groups in the last several years, I wholeheartedly believe that if conservatives were given the chance to erase black, brown, Muslim, immigrant, queer, and non-compliant women using the same tactics we are currently seeing in Gaza, they would. So please don't think that I or any other creator that's critical of Biden is supporting Trump or conservatism. I think the fact that so many people who voted for Biden are so willing to be openly critical of him is one of the main differences between us and the cult that is conservatism. I just also want to spread the message that somebody simply identifying as leftist, progressive, or Democrat does not absolve them from collective and tangible harm. All I want to say is that they don't give a fuck about us. Or whatever Michael said. Pull up a seat for Lyrics Lessons on WRGI Real Talk Radio at Lyric Bravado on Twitter. All right. Since Miss Lyric isn't here this week, I'm just going to go ahead and remind you that for every letter that you'd like to send in, you can do so at lyricbravado at gmail.com. You can hit her up on Facebook, Twitter, and all social media platforms at Lyric Bravado. And always, always accepting them at wrtrradio at gmail.com. You guys have definitely been in that inbox. And when I tell you... Oh, I'm sitting here looking for it because I usually pull them off of my phone, but now I got them on the screen. I got fancy, Tigger Man. Uh. All right. So I got one letter I'm going to read. Then I got another one I might not read because it's going to piss me off. But yeah. So you go first, Tigger Man. What you got? Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Give me one second because I told you I had two, but you said you got two, so I'll just do one. No, I got one and a half. I'm I don't know if yeah, I'm you got one that. and a half. Okay. Okay. Hooked on phonics worked for me. Hold on, my system tripping right now. Oh, I think you I, I think you just <laughs> there we go. Mm, would they show it a snake? Huh? Uh, shut up. Mm. Okay. This is from a not it just says anonymous. Okay. Mm. Dear Larry, my husband mm. loves cooking. Huh? I'm listening. Oh, okay. Dear Okay. <laughs> Dear Larry, my husband loves cooking for the family. Unfortunately, he's a horrible cook. My kids mm. hate what he prepares, so most of the food he goes in the tra- goes into the trash. 
I've had many conversations with him about this, begging him not to do it, do it, and telling him if he wants to cook, he should make something for himself. His reply is always, I'm not forcing you guys to eat my food. You are welcome to eat something else. But when we do, but when we do that, he sucks it. Bro, what? See, told you I was gonna mess up. Hold on. But when he but when we do that, he sulks and ruins everyone's day. So we end up giving in. I don't know how to get through to him about this. What should I do? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I mean, what do you mean? What is her question? What should she do? Yeah, I mean, what should she do? I I if I can understand that, I think she's trying to figure out the words to actually say to her husband without right. you know being in a hurt without hurting his feelings. Okay, yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> Babe, I love you, but this is some bullshit. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, it can't get more, much more clear than that. We're not talking about some. You're talking about something you want me to put into my body <laughs> for nourishment. And I don't like it. Mm -mm. Nah, can't say uh, I would basically say, while he's cooking, you need to assist him and advise him on what... Give, give him some suggestions or what seasonings to use for whatever food he's trying to prepare for you guys sounds caucasian mm. did you say seasonings no mm. yeah, seasonings yeah mm. Mm. i mean if they're a couple and they're in a relationship i think the very most romantic thing they could do is take cooking lessons together mm. cooking lessons i mean <laughs> you got you have kids i'm pretty sure she works he works they both bring you know bring bread to the table and things of that nature so you have downtime and you know be the family of how many kids they may have it's always best to have two adults that know how to cook that know how to cook right you know what i mean instead of just creating a problem without realizing the problem is being created a lot of the times when you approach your significant other about certain things as you know tony agreed feelings can get hurt or potential feelings can get hurt but there's other ways you can go around that it's it i mean women are women can be sneaky but in a good sense of oh. a way where if mm. they are in, if they're in a relationship with the person of interest they find ways to maneuver around certain things if they choose to to avoid any type of negativity in the relationship i mean the real women that i know most women that i know will do it but you know you do have other women who um i'd rather not comment on that mm. well, i mean <laughs> shut up shut <laughs> us women yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I mean, to each his own. It depends yeah. on the situation, and it also depends on your partner too. It also, it also depends on who you're in a relationship with. You got to know yep. your partner. Yep, especially black women, because black women go through a lot. Yeah, this is why black women are able to tell people off on an epic scale because they didn't dealt with nigga shit their whole life. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, there's nothing that you can't put in front of a black woman that she can't find her way out of because she ain't had nothing to do but deal with nigga shit her whole goddamn life. Okay. And here we sit. All right. Hopefully that helps you. You guys' advice is a lot better than mine was. Mine would have been just a simple conversation. You can't cook. Let's come up with something different. You know. <laughs> Let's call Domino's. All right. Second letter. Dear Lyric. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I know how y'all get with long letters. Simply put, I've been working on a new job since August of this year. It's a construction company, so naturally you tend to see more men than women. There is, however, a young lady in her early 20s that helps out with some of the more physical aspects of the job. 
Last week, I happened to overhear a couple of the men making jokes about her smell, saying things like, "She got a she got a fat ass, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be able to get past the smell." Amongst <laughs> amongst, <laughs> amongst other misogynist and outright disrespectful well, things that men say to women when women aren't within earshot. Woman to woman, I want to tell her because I too have been walked past and caught a downwind of her aroma. Mm. I know by now you all are probably laughing at this letter, but when you finish, can you tell me if you would tell her? She's the type that's going to want to know who said things, and if I open up that door, I'll be risking starting drama in a job I haven't even completed 90 days of. Mm. Not going to ask what I should do. I'm going to ask what you would do. Longtime fan of the show, Jaleesa. All right, Jaleesa. I'm sorry. Because I'm the person I am. Okay. I pull it to the side be like, something Wait, right. so you can't tell somebody nice. <laughs> uh, you can tell somebody nicely that they can't cook. But you can't say the boofer. Uh, but you're going to just outright and be like, yo, girl, you boofing? Like, like what? Something's not right. <laughs> something not right in the kitchen. No, that's the that's the bathroom. I mean, I, would you want her to keep going around smelling like that? Okay, uh, go ahead, JC. You answer. <laughs> JC, you seem to be a little bit more balanced, like lyric. You're not as cynical as I am, so go for it. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Let me get my words together. Okay, so. I grew up plus aroma. Woo, okay. First of all, aroma is is just as worse as no, my we we gonna tap into that later. Listen, okay. um, <laughs> I grew up in a house full of females, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to, you know, you know what I mean. Especially black women. Black women do not play about their smell. Most mm-hmm. black women that I know don't play about their smell. They love perfumes. Hell, I didn't gave my mother a beautiful gift. Gri- 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 excuse my language. Um, Mademoiselle Coco Chanel number five. She loves it. She's a she's a that's part of her aroma. You know what I mean? Of course, she takes showers. Don't try it. Now, (laughs) (laughs) as far as as this situation is concerned, it depends on the race. Okay. All all women are not equal. Let me explain. Tony, you got that look on your face. Let me explain. Let me elaborate. All women are not equal. Prime example. I might get another another backlash. I feel like it's coming. Oh, here we um, go. <sighs> go ahead. African people. No, no. Have certain, African people have a certain aroma. Okay. Some people can tolerate it. Others cannot. Mm-hmm. Um. Latino women have a certain aroma. Some people can take it. Others cannot. They say that black women aroma is a little bit too strong on the body. I work in a medical field. I'm not going to disclose that. So it, it depends. This is a sensitive topic. Because mm-hmm. this young lady is in her job setting for 90 days and she doesn't want to start confusion. Okay. My, my first incentive thought to that is to put a mask on and mind your business. <laughs> if, as an adult, as an adult, if <laughs> you cannot smell yourself, <laughs> if you do not know that your pH balance is off, baby. Mm. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. It shouldn't <laughs> Honestly, that's just we, we all adults, right? We shouldn't be in a position. I mean, yes, it's a, a nice gesture can 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 create 
a warming environment in regards to being friendly, but sometimes depending on the situation and how the approach can be, it can be different. It's always best to mind your business, but it's always best as an adult to know what your smell is before you walk outside of your home. So I don't, I don't really, okay, I'm gonna be quiet. But the smell is, but the smell is something they may be used to, so they don't even know they really smell because they're so used to that. I mean, yeah, so, and I, I agree. And if you don't that. tell them, then. But, but as, as, at the end of the day, free will, we all adults, before you leave outside of your home, Mm -hmm. I'm heavy on it, ten toes down on it. Before you leave outside of your home, <laughs> there you go. Wow. I, no, I agree. I agree with you saying. I agree exactly with what you're saying. You know what I mean? It shouldn't yeah, be. I agree with that. Right. I shouldn't be sitting on the metro nonsense. I take the metro and I'm sitting next to somebody. I gotta look like mm -hmm. young oh. kitty, like her, her. Somebody need to pat me. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to do that. Like I shouldn't right. be like, minding my business, not worrying about nobody's older. Mm. How old are we? Like, uh -huh. I can see if this was how old was this young lady again? 20, 21? She said um, the lady was in her young 20s. Too damn old. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Once you hit the, once you hit adulthood, mm -hmm. baby, you're supposed to check all this. Mm -hmm. You're young, you're a person, <laughs> you're supposed to check all that. Mm -hmm. you're no, you're, that's true. That is mm -hmm. true. No, no. Get it together, that, sis. God, you gotta true. get all of it together. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell her. Mm. So, uh -oh. if it were me, since you asked what would uh, well i know what lyric would do probably something like a care package or something like that maybe <clears throat> yes. um but don't ask me rain, don't ask me if it were me i would just mind my business honestly because at the end of the day oh well i would like if this is a job that i've been at less than 90 days i'm not gonna be the person that showed up and caused drama and strife between so and so and such and such because uh, uh i just i heard that you know kevin was talking shit about molly's pussy and shit like that i'm not gonna say you know i'm not gonna be that person running around spreading that rhetoric in the office i'm just not well i mean well you don't have to do that like i said exactly i'm, I'm going, going to, to mind my I business like, if it were me i wouldn't even pull her to the side like, i would yo. completely mind my business because at the end of the day if they want if you know puss funk is uh you know a fireable offense <laughs> then old girl gonna find her stinky ass in the unemployment line the end and i'm just gonna keep it moving i, I mean me personally i how old is baby girl you 20 or i'm gonna put this mask on and carry on my day first of all the mask is an indication already just check first of all people need to look at their surroundings Oh, if no. you're in the workplace and a lot of people don't wear masks and then you all of a sudden wearing a mask next to the person that shouldn't be wearing a mask, they should be in a tub. That's, oh. that's a like mm. people people have to read body languages and behaviors and, and what people do. Like if I'm going to and nobody else I got no mask on and this young lady sitting next to me, everybody going to look at me like, why you got a mask on? And then when they get close, I'm gonna be like, okay, I understand. Why read body language when the body odor is so loud? Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, put your, put your feet in her shoes. She's on her ninety days. Mm -mm, her shoes don't sound clean either. Mm -mm. Or sandals. I'm hey, on her ninety days. Mm -mm. I cannot. 
I cannot. Mm-mm. Girl, keep I your mouth shut it. and stay at your desk. Uh-uh. Keep it moving. Keep my mouth shut? How? Not you. Her. I'm talking about the, uh, the woman that went in. You know, I'm talking about the woman that um wrote in. Like, just, girl, keep your mouth <laughs> shut and just stay at your desk and say nothing. That's all you do. Don't have you to worry about nothing because her body, her body odor is louder than the words that she's trying to produce out her mouth. So <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be, you know, mm. it's gonna be the thing. Mm. If anything, I'm gonna want to go home early. Mental oh. break. Straight type of email. I mental break. I can't mm. take the smile. You need to talk to your teammates or train the people. I would go to H. Ooh, I, I was about to say go to HR on her. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um. So Molly's funk I cannot, I cannot, is I cannot. inhibiting my ability to be able I to cannot. do my job. I go home at night and rock back and forth, worried that somebody is going to think that smell is me. Um, can you do something about really? <laughs> I HR. cannot. Yes, and P.S. My husband is so tired of saying I smell like catfish. <laughs> 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 I'm done. All right, next letter ticket, man. What I you got? I am done. I am done. Um. Okay. Here we go. Okay, cool. Nigga! This is shut up! Okay. Okay. This is this is from this is from Jocelyn. This is from Jocelyn. Don't do that. This is from Jocelyn. Okay. Dear Lyric. For the last six years, my partner and I have hosted family Thanksgiving dinners. I always spend more time and energy than I have to make it make it beautiful and successful. This year, oh. I have made. Can I get finished? I said this nothing. Year, okay. This year, I have neither the budget nor a desire for the stress. Okay. I made it known early that we wouldn't be hosting this year. Surprisingly, my little sister volunteered to host and she sent an invitation to the usual crowd. The next day, she called me to tell me that although she would host, she could possibly be expected to do all the work, and she told me to bring the turkey. <laughs> she said she said I was free to cook it at her place or um, come a bit early to cook it there. I mean, she was, free, uh, she was free to cook it at her own place so she can come to her sister's place and cook it there. Okay. Shock. <laughs> I told her absolutely not because avoiding this responsibility was the reason I'm not hosting. I was planning on bringing a side dish or dessert as is usual for guests, but not the main dish. Mm-hmm. She, she, she got mad and said I was ruining Thanksgiving. I feel mm-hmm. a growing responsibility to help her out, even though I don't need the stress in my life right now. And I know once I start, I'll take control. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She has no idea the amount of work that goes into the meal every year. And I think it would be a mess if I don't help her cook and prepare. Am I being selfish? What should I do? I don't think you're being selfish because at the end of the day, what you want is a Thanksgiving. You know, all you, what you want is a successful dinner. <clears throat> that's, I mean, you know, that's not being selfish at all. Hey, you know what? Teamwork makes the dream work, girl. Let's get down. But the thing is, the thing is, she don't want to do anything, right? And she know if she go over there, she knows she's gonna end up having to do something because her sister gonna because her sister because I'm pretty sure everybody expect to have her have her cooking instead of her sister cooking since they were always hosting everything. Mm -hmm. Well, girl, what do you want? (laughs) 
Like, what do you want? Do you want to do this shit or do you want to eat fucking uh, potato salad with raisins in it? Like, come on now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving comes once every year. Um, and I hate to sound that was like so disappointment, but when it comes to black families, most of the women are tired of cooking. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I get it. I see it every day and I can taste it. Mm. Um, see, my family, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead, Tony. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I said, see, my family, my mom and my sister does the most cooking. They like cooking. They love cooking, period. But every once in a while, I may cook something and bring something, bring it. But uh, my, my sister and my mom, they love cooking. And, and I was going to piggyback off of I'm dead. Gonna, I was going to piggyback off of that because my mother and my sister right now are currently battling. My mother does not want to do anything. She don't want to cook. She don't want to help out. And my poor sister is currently pregnant. Shout out to Kenya. She's currently pregnant with three other kids. Oh, all right, Kenya. And she she does it all. It's like she's like superwoman. You know what I mean? So to see that strength in a woman on holidays around this time of year is kind of magical. But mm-hmm. when you look into the in depth of what they have to do, it's 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 time consuming. So I can understand the frustration of what she's going through. But to make it all easy, to make it just as simple as hi, help your sister out. You know what I mean? Might as well. Help help your sister out. It's a one once in a year type of thing. You know, this is the only time of the year most black families get together and behave for once. So maybe what? On Thanksgiving, that's mm-hmm. usually when the drama starts. Well, from then you got three hundred and sixty. Well, my family, you. my family, mm-hmm. it's a, it's always something. It's, yeah, it's I was about to say that. My family, it's always something. Always, it's always. Oh. Something. But wow. you know, I wonder, and you know what the crazy part about this, and I hate to put a stab into this, is it because the separation and the distance within the family when we come together that one time a year, everything just spill out. Is, is that what that is? I, I'm, I hope I'm making sense of that because that's no, what, I get what you. I know I get what you're saying, but um, well, with mine, they all live in the same area. The only people who are separated is me and my sisters, me and my sisters and my mom. Yeah, but everybody else, like on my mom's side, they they're all down in the same area, so they deal with each other every day. Mm. And yeah, but when we all get together in that house. Uh, <laughs> Everything be going good, then all of a sudden, it take that one person. That one person. One person. It's that, that one, one person. person, and then here we go. But yeah, go. I, I definitely um understand that 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 young woman's pain as far as her not wanting to help out. But you know, that good old saying, "Blood is thicker than water." So <clears> how, do you, how do I get through the holidays? Please don't have her make anything that is not desirable. Because if you got somebody like me at the table looking at it, I'm definitely gonna call it for what it is. I like it. You come to you hmm. bring in some damn potato salad with raisins, and I'm gonna look at it like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> who does that? Yeah, potato salad sandwiches and shit. Not having any of that. None of it. Oh, I'm not. I'm not eating a tuna fish sandwich. I'm not uh-uh. eating. Uh-uh. I know what some people just uh-uh. don't have. You know what I mean? Who is eating tuna for? Uh, who's eating tuna for uh, Thanksgiving? Ooh, Julie, your real. You will be surprised because you if, will be if, amazed. You will be amazed. If, if y'all had me on the podcast again and around the holiday time, I'll definitely let you guys in on the store. Uh, yeah, because oh. I, did, I did visit a few friend houses and I was like, you know, is that KFC down the phone or something? Like, come on, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been one of those ones, and I, I, you can't come on. It's Thanksgiving, like, who the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. All right. Oh, so, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, what's wrong? You deleted know. something? <laughs> I guess. Uh uh uh. It's a shame. No. Well, I what you would delete stuff right after I got rid of this story. Basically, yeah, I'm not reading this letter. It was this girl that wrote in about her gay best friend that our her coworker turned bestie. Um, she's a white woman. She was writing about her gay best friend coworker who's just coming out of the closet, and she wants to know what places can she take him, what apps should he be on, where to hang, shit like that. She's from the D.C. area, white girl. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. White girl from the D.C. No, I didn't answer this on purpose because I don't like that. uh, I don't know. Something's triggering about the whole... It's like this whole hag mentality when, you know girls get a gay best friend it's like they oh we're gonna go to all of the clubs and i'm just gonna usher you i am going to show you the holy grail of butt girl it's gonna be me and you i am going to lead you to the butt here i am i am your shepherd to the butt let's go it's it's something weird about that whole dynamic that i just hate and I hate letters like that to be like, oh, well, you know, um, what app should I take? What this, that, and the third? Let him figure out the path that he wants to go on. It's good that you're there as support. But as far as to be his pimp for ass or dick or whatever it is that he's trying to pursue, girl, just chill. Be a friend. Be what you've been. The, the merit, the friendship alone was built off of the fact that you guys were friends not because of how many dicks you got him so just leave him alone let him find his way well i want to agree to disagree to that okay <laughs> go ahead um the only reason why i'm saying that is because a lot of females have this perception of reality when it comes to gay men we're like diamonds to them we're very are we? yes we are because mm-hmm. they are more comfortable with opening up and, it, and it's kind of fucked up and, and and please bear with me when i say this but females are very very vulnerable when it comes to around gay men because they can be themselves mm-hmm. and they can spill their secrets their deepest fears they can they treat the relationship between themselves and gay men as if it's top tier and personally i don't have an issue with it maybe because it's the type no of that's true that's true it's it's very true so when you when a female gets excited and they know or find out that their co-worker is is, is a homosexual or or gay in a sense or whatever they call these themselves these days it's like a fucking roller coaster yay oh my god I got gay. That's like it's one of those to them and to us it's kind of like girl calm down but mm-hmm. when we get together the relationship and the chemistry that, that that unfolds is like a magical thing granted i for me for an experience i i had female friends more than I have gay male friends. I have straight male friends more than I have gay male friends, to be honest with you. And I can honestly say on the equal ends of both of them, I am way more respected than anything else. I'll be being myself when they come to me and say, yo, let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And, I, and I'm open and honest with that. But I've never once had anybody say, oh, come on, let's go to this club. Let me show you around. Oh, let me figure out. I've never had anyone say that because as a gay man, if you're comfortable with who you are, you already know who the connects is. You already know how to get it. You don't need a female to guide you on what you already should know or already know. It's just the relationship that you create together is important, separated from going out and partying and and, and doing all this crazy ass shit. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But... <laughs> <and> it, <laughs> 
know. So, but but in the dynamic of that, of course, a woman is going to get excited about mm-hmm. being friends with another man who happens to be gay because their ideal way of what they want that relationship to be in a man is far more important than they will have a relationship with another woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, and yes, I definitely agree to disagree because I've kind of been around the whole dynamic and I see the other end. So women feel safe and they feel secure and they feel happy around gay men because, you know, it's an environment to where they're not objectified. They're not, you know, treated like, you know, weird. They, they don't have to, you know, they can let their defenses down a little bit. The problem that I have is that they come into gay spaces and a lot of them, you know, not everyone, you know, a lot of people know how to respect but they come into gay spaces and they do the absolute most. It is, oh girl, this. I was about to get to that because you remember They want to sit there and they want to sit there and they want to tap their asses while they dance and they want to twerk. They want to get up behind them. They want to do all these provocative things that men do to them at their clubs. So then you come over to our clubs doing that bullshit to us and girl, we don't want it either. So it's like, no, Slim Thug, you know, slow your roll there. Stay over there, do you, I'm going to do me over here, which goes back to what I said originally, which was, hey, girl, let him find his way. And if he invites you into his space, then feel, then you're welcome at that point. You're welcome because he invited you into his space and you didn't create a space as though you were the Messiah of gay. Like That's not how it works. He's got to find his own place, fall back, sit down, Mm. be blessed. Yeah, I agree. That wraps it up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, if anything, he invite her instead of it being the complete opposite. Once he find whatever he need to find in his own comfort, he invite his girlfriend. Now, come on, girl, out this place. Come on. Right around the corner, y'all. The drinks oh. half off. Come on. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the drinks are good, and hey, they won't even notice the tits. Mm-hmm. All right. They so that wraps it up for this week's uh. lessons. Uh, by a lyric or lyrics lessons rather, and she's not here this week, but we'll hopefully be back soon. We wishing you a speedy recovery there, yes, Mama. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Up oh, next, Tigger Man's got <laughs> you not gonna do tea. <laughs> I told you I just accidentally closed out my whole browser. Oh okay. well, then we're gonna skip entertainment and I'm gonna go straight into dead for that. Up next is war it is combat it is bloody it is ugly and it's going to be messy and innocent civilians are going to be hurt going it's hard to look at what he's doing in ukraine what his forces are doing in ukraine and think that any um uh, ethical moral individual could justify that it's difficult to look at the Sorry. It's difficult to look at some of the images and imagine that any well-thinking, serious, mature leader would do that. So. So when it's the Ukraine people getting fucked with by Putin, it's tears. You can't believe the images. But when it's Palestinian people, it's war. There's going to be civilian casualties. We just got to get used to it. Wonder what the difference is. 
why is it the civilians in Ukraine lives matter more for you to have tears than the Palestinian people in Gaza who are living in a concentration camp surrounded by Israeli colonizers I'm not going to call y'all settlers I'm going to call y'all colonizers because that's what you are words matter Gaza is not an open air prison Gaza is a concentration camp and the Zionists that are in Israel are colonizers why does the United States support Israel well there's a history and a very interesting one that actually goes back to uh, goes back a long time uh, one thing to remember is that Christian Zionism is a very powerful force which goes back long before Jewish Zionism in England particularly Christian Zionism was a powerful force among British elites it's part of the motivation for the Balfour Declaration and for Britain's support for Jewish colonization of Israel remember the Bible said you know and that's a big part of uh, British elite culture same in the United States uh, Woodrow Wilson was a, a, a devout Christian who read the Bible every day so did Harry Truman uh, in the Roosevelt administration, one of the leading officials, Harold Ickes, once described the return of the Jews to Palestine as the greatest event in history. It's uh, realizing the lesson of the Bible. Uh, these are deeply religious countries in which the biblical commands, so-called, are taken quite literally. Also, this is just part of colonization. This is the last phase of European colonization. And uh, notice that the countries that are most strongly in support of Israel are not just the United States. It's the United States, Australia, and Canada, the offshoots of England, Anglosphere sometimes called, unusual forms of imperialism. Dead for that. Time to find out what Marcus is dead for. So this week I'm going to keep it pretty short and sweet as far as what I'm dead for because not a whole lot pissed me off this week other than the fact that all right, so I've been on elevators a little bit more often this week uh, than normal. Okay, so picture this. Sicily, 1973. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 1973. So you're sitting there. You're standing at the elevator, right? Somebody comes up behind you after you've already touched the elevator button. Please explain to me why y'all have this thing of where y'all will walk up see the elevator button already illuminated and then push. but you will still push that elevator I've button i've seen people do that all the time <laughs> as though if your like your push was better than mine it bothers me even more when it's white people because then they walk up and then they hit the button and it's like certainly this nigger couldn't figure this out let me go ahead and help them like it's I, it just gives me that feel it gives me that vibe i don't like it <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the way that feels. <laughs> I've, oh, my gosh. I've seen people do that so many times when I get into the elevator. I'm like, okay, I know you saw that button. Mm, yep. I don't like that. Mm -mm. It's not a great feeling. So to those out here that like to push that elevator button, even though you know the person standing there, not only is it disrespectful, but you look like a fucktard. And the next <laughs> person that I see do it, I just might. I don't know. I don't want to get sand, but, you know, yeah. Uh, let's just say we will exchange not pleasant words. I won't be nice about it. 
And that is what I'm dead for this week on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Up next, so, well, we were going to do the second half, but you know what? Um, We're going to pivot instead of Tigaman's Tea, we're going to use your segment to talk about something that I found uh, when I was being nosy on social media the other day. So we'll be right back. Ladies, listen, it's two different types of lip service, right? It's two different types of sloppy toppy, okay? Let me get this out the way. Both of them are very appreciated. Both of them are very appreciated. But the first level of lip service is reserved only for like foreplay and when we in the car and can't do too much and nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's when you're trying to be cute. You're trying to be all sexy with it. You ain't even got to pull your hair back for that one. You can keep it cute for the teaser, for the trailer. That's fine. But when you're trying to get me to arrive, to um, like when you're trying to get, yeah, I'm going to need you to cut that cute shit the fuck out. It's time to hit one of these. Mm-hmm. It's time to throw that shit up in the bun. Yeah, I'm gonna need to grab my lips. My uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm gonna need to grab my lips. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to I don't need you I don't need you all that licking and shit. I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need saliva to be leaking everywhere. Puddles. But you we want you to zone out, lose focus, become one with the dick. Trying to put us to sleep, you trying to wrap it up like okay, I'm tired. Alright, let's go, let's go to bed. That's you gotta it's it's time to go to work. All that cute shit, ain't nobody coming off that cute shit. Sloppy, two-handed twister with consistent glorps. The glorps have to be in sequence. It has to be glorp, 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 glorp. Don't be glorp, 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 glorp. Don't, don't do all that shit. Keep the consistent fucking glorps. Also, side note, don't you know when y'all come off the dick and do that? Please fucking stop. That shit hurts so fucking bad. Please stop. The, oh my God, that shit hurt. I don't know why y'all thought would be like, what the fuck? We supposed to be like, yeah, that was it. That shit hurts so bad, you almost took a nigga dick off. Like, no, no, no. I speak for all men. Cut the shit. All right? Just do do what you're supposed to do. Wet mouth, grandma lips, consistent glorps, and um, ugly face. And, and, we, and we there. We good. Okay? Okay? Sit back. And sip on this key. On WRTR Real Talk Radio. At Tigaman 82 on IG. And we're black. All right. I was being nosy on the internet, right? And I came across a list of places that women absolutely refuse to go to on a first date. I swear to God. <laughs> Did you see this list? Did you see this list? I saw that list, and it's not the women that's just doing it. It's the gay men. Hold on, uh, everybody took I'm to this a, list. I missed this list. <laughs> I pulled it. I pulled it from the women. Hold on. So that same scroll, the fellas retaliated, and they made a list of the kinds of women you should never take on a date. So women put the kind of places that they refused to go to on a first date and then the fellas was like the kind of women you should never take on a first date in the first place so in this the ladies we'll start with this list here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to and thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on my list all right you ready this is a list of 28 i'm gonna start from the bottom up sports events Waffle House, and stop me if y'all you know if you if you want some. A bar for just drinks, hookah bar, nightclubs, bowling, somewhere that requires a long drive. Hold on, stop. Hold on. What mm-hmm. you said? This is um, 
places is, not to take a woman on the first This is places women do not want to go to on their first date. Some of them like going bowling. Exactly. Hold on. We're going to get there. So I, this can't is... wait to get into it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even right. Where was I? All right. So somewhere that requires a long drive. Movie night. And this includes Netflix, Hulu, and, you know, et cetera, Paramount Plus, whatever you got. Okay. Uh, family functions. That I agree with. Uh, coffee dates, Starbucks, church. What? Okay. The gym, Denny's, IHOP. Okay. You couldn't even bundle that. Okay. We're going to make a specific. Bitch, I didn't take you to Denny's. I took you to IHOP. Okay. All right. A buffet, Red Lobster, <laughs> Wingstop. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Buffalo Wild Wings. Any fast food chain. That's gonna be your cool. house. The movies. Olive Garden. Chipotle. Chili's. Applebee's. And number one, Cheesecake Factory. Oh. <sighs> Okay, what do so, you guys So, fellas, about? what do we say about this list for the, that the ladies have created? Ladies, hear me loud and clear when I say this. Uh-oh. If you keep turning down good, appreciated dates, the niggas are going to run to us. Boom. <laughs> What to gay people? That's not It's no disrespect, and it might be a little joke. I'm just saying. It the, is. the reason why I say that is simply because they. I'm not gonna say that because I'm not gonna be disrespectful. My mother born. Let me start mm. over. Oh. <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because the token of appreciation is no longer valued anymore. Okay. It's not. Um. I'm not a woman, so I can't speak on a woman's experience on behalf, but women, y'all gotta do better. Mm. You have to understand, and, and same thing with the fellas, y'all have to okay. understand that everyone is an equal. And sometimes what we can do is only what we can do out of the appreciation of our hearts because we value your time. Mm. Now, everyone has a misconception of their time, their funding and all that, and everything else in between. I get that. But we are living in a society where what have you done for me lately before we even get to any step of the foundation of what we're trying to create okay and a lot of the times it comes from women now i say that to say this as human beings we do mm -hmm. behave and act in a way where we will act first think last okay. this is absolutely no difference when creating this list on a woman's perspective okay. now I get it. Some women on some of the things on the list, I can agree with. Like, I'm not comfortable going to another man house or a female house, and I don't know what your living circumstances exactly. is, what your mental state is. You can be the best cooker. That shouldn't even be. Yeah, that shouldn't even be a first date to take. That shouldn't even be a first date. Your house, hell no, no. Exactly. Yeah. But when you compare that to the cheesecake factory, yeah. and I love cheesecake. <laughs> Bitch, mm. you gonna sit here and tell me <laughs> what? And then I they said I work nine to five. 
I got the, kids. What, no, no, no. What, what the hell is what's wrong with going to the cheesecake? There's nothing wrong with going to the cheesecake factory. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. First of all, it's nourishment and it's food, and cheesecake factory is fucking good as hell. And if anybody that don't like cheesecake factory can kiss my ass. So I'm just a nice little restaurant. It's a nice little restaurant. It's a first of all, it's a beginning stage of a nice little restaurant. Hell, you need to have to dress up at the cheesecake factory. Exactly. The fuck you got on and just enjoy each other's time and have a nice and get to know each other. Exactly. Just get to know each other. Sometimes it's not even the place and sometimes it might not even be the food it's the conversation mm-hmm. it's the part the, that bothers me about all of this you're going to date I, with somebody you're going to you're going to go get to know that person it's yeah. just like you go oh he taking me to go eat i'm going to get me something to eat this. Uh, no you're supposed to actually go in there to have a conversation to learn anything. exactly and the part that bothers me, me about all of this this is you're talking a first date here first off i'm not going to woo you if I'm not even sure if we're compatible. Okay, we had a physical attraction. Okay, we had a conversational attraction. Whatever our attraction that got us to the dinner table, we're building upon that. So I'm not going to pull out my ace. I'm not gonna pull out a diamond because it's it's so confusing because if somebody does too much on a first date, then you think they're a weirdo. You gonna deem them as a weirdo? Oh, girl, he took me to this nice, fancy restaurant and shit. Girl, I ain't know whether or not the nigga was gonna propose at the end of the night or what. It was just weird. I don't understand why niggas be doing the most. Blah 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 blah. Those are the or it could be the other way. Or the other be the other way around. You you taking them to the big old fancy restaurant? They gonna expect more. They gonna be like, oh yeah, okay, he got money. He oh right. yeah, I'm gonna stick with this one right here because he gonna give me some more stuff. Da 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 da. They and I'm that way too. So right. which brings up the ultimate question. What is it that you really want? Exactly. Mm. Well, then y'all like, don't have to answer not, that. No, seriously. I, I really want people to step aside themselves and start asking the question. What is it that I really, really, really want from this person? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, we're all separate entities. We're trying to be able to get in some sort of connection. So when you agree to go on a date with anybody that you choose of interest, the ultimate question that you need to be asking yourself is what do I really want? Like what? what yeah, because and and it, sometimes it may not even have nothing to do with the expectation. Uh-huh. It just has something to do with the intention. What do I really want? And my time. Want and the first thing you and the first thing that should come out come come to your mind is, let me get to know this person. Let me see how this person is exactly, and see if there's somebody that I can would want to date or yeah, continue dating or whatever. But then and then uh, again, yeah. and then again, we got to wake up and realize we live in a world in a reality where. Spread legs are like food to the soul to men. That's why all these women out here are having multiple kids by all these multiple different mm-hmm. men. You do not know what they want. Mm. They mm. have they Olive want. Garden on this list. I thought Olive Garden is pretty nice. That's your that that's, that's your spot. <laughs> that is. I like Olive Garden. Olive Garden is nice as hell. I, I might want yeah. to. It's nice. I, I, I done took a couple of females to Olive Garden and really they really appreciated it. And it wasn't even the fact of them, it wasn't the food, it wasn't the place, it was the fact that we were having a conversation, we were connecting. Right. The rich with that was just, was just fine. Well, the girls don't want no parts. The girls said, this tour Italy won't get you none of this pussy. All right. Oh. So the men oh. also have uh, posted their list. Uh, a group of men made a list of the kinds of women you should never take on a date. Same okay, format, wait. I'll start from the bottom. Say, hold on. Oh, say that again the men they uh came up with a list of their own they said a group of men made a list of the kinds of women you should never take on a date okay okay 
Ugh. All right. Bottom to the start. All right. This is a list of 21. Number 21. Women raised in the West. Don't know what that means. Number 20. Uh, seriously have a problem with this list. Um, American black women. Huh? Yep. Yeah, that's on this list. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. <laughs> at the bottom? No. This is on. This is number 22. I'm sorry. 21 is women raised in the West. 20 is American black women. Going on to 19, divorcees. 18, women who have been engaged. Women with lists, not lists. You lists, know what? Like list of men that they will date or oh, I, oh, I want oh, a man that does this. I want a man that does that. Blah, 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 blah. Those lists. Uh, right. Women who have been uh, on Fresh and Fit. Is that a show? Was that a young people thing? What is that? I've Fresh never and fit. heard of it. Never, never heard of it. All never right, must it. be some reality shit. Women on dating apps, because you certainly wouldn't take a woman on a date that's on a dating app. Okay. Anyways, um, women with quote unquote party voice. Women who live alone. Women who, women with weak slash absentee fathers. <laughs> Women who drink uh, liquor okay. regularly. Okay. Women who travel regularly. Quote unquote models who market to men. Women with ho friends. Ho spelled H E A U X. Okay. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that oh, oh. Women with ho friends. H E A U X. Ho friends. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, women. <laughs> women with purple hair on any other or any other natural no. color which all right i guess ain't nobody in baltimore oh, dating didn't, oh didn't we didn't we see that the other day when we went out <laughs> that's what i'm saying the, the, ain't nobody in baltimore dating Home ain't nobody at the bottom. Home girl had black hair purple at the top <laughs> mm. all said, right look uh, at this women with non ear piercing i'm sorry women with non ear piercing no okay i get that so like lips all that crap uh mm-hmm. women with an ig page huh social media mean you can't date oh okay all right uh insta mm-hmm. uh, let's see sex workers and this includes only fans uh girls uh mattress actresses strippers call girls escorts instagram models bottle mm-hmm. girls etc uh number three Women who dress like this in public. So any of those things, any of those women that are any of the aforementioned things, people that dress like that, you shouldn't date, according to men. Uh, Number two, women with tattoos. And number one, single mothers. Wow. So I think we can all agree that both these lists are absolutely ridiculous. Um, Who hurt y'all? Are y'all okay? Like, I, I just... I need to ask, like, is everything okay? Are y'all right? Like, what's what's happening? Why is there so much anger and animosity towards one another? Hey. Like, what what's going on? What's going on, girl? Do we need some therapy? We need to sit down and talk. I I I I. Oh Jesus! This is this is this this. Oh God, Lord have mercy. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the good side out of me he first. Just trying to- 
Let me get the good side out of me. Just go for it. Just go for it. Okay. First of all, people don't take the time out to heal. They most certainly do not. This should show you. And I'm not trying to preach to the choir. And I'm damn sure I ain't trying to be nobody therapist. But Mm -hmm. I'm damn sure gonna give a dose of reality to a lot of people who can actually listen to this message that I'm about to say. All right now. Um, Take the time to reflect on your person. The things that you drive yourself in your journey of life can definitely damage one person's character. If Mm. you do not put in perspective of looking for yourself or looking within yourself first more than anything else, Mm. it is nearly impossible to date anyone of any statue if you are a fucked up individual. Exactly. If you ain't right. <laughs> if you're not right with yourself, your morals, your respect, your boundaries, and your accountability, how the fuck can you set standards on someone else when you don't even have your shit together? Yep. Mm. I agree. Well, I thought you I thought you were gonna I say agree. it in a nice way. <laughs> I agree. That was in a mean, nice way. It, I mean, I mean honestly take it for that what you want. Nice no, I loved it. That was a nice <laughs> I take loved it, it. What you want to take it for, I don't care. Yep. When you're healthy and you in your right state of mind, everything else will fall into place. That fucking list. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty, sure nigga, it's it's, I'm pretty sure a nigga created that. Mm-hmm. Of course. It's I'm a pre- black man. It's a black man illustrated on the side of the uh, meme that sure. this is pulled from. And I have, and I can't even say a black man. I'm gonna say a nigga because any nigga that will create a list like that is coming from a place of hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Anytime you say American black women, I got an issue with you. Anyways, if you're an American black man, American black women. raised by, by, or at least a lot of us were raised by black single women. mothers. Right, and, really... and, and you're gonna say, you're gonna come out and say something. <laughs> don't I don't get it. Hell, even me, I was raised by my mother on her own. And my father was still in a fucking house. Mm. He ain't do shit. Mm. Rest in peace, daddy, but she ain't do shit. Oh. And he okay. and we had a conversation oh. about this before he passed. So when I hear that that first of all, that list, that list is just need to be revamped, period. Because it's a lot of beautiful It need to be deleted. <laughs> and it's a lot of beautiful African American women who live in the US that are damn sure worth the value that they walk on today. <laughs> Even with multiple kids, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say it for what it is. The crazy thing about it mm-hmm. is that the men don't want to take on the accountability and responsibility based off of the interest who they see within that person. And that's a, that's a, that's an option. They're to, that's totally optional. They have the choice to accept it or reject it. But what I have an issue is when you project your fears and when you project your hurt and your pain on somebody else. That's when I got an issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that list is nothing but it. Yep, yep. it is. And I mean, if anything, this should show you that the narrative that I've been saying forever is that you niggas are just you hate women. You hate women. I don't think and as much as you as much as you try to hide it and as much as you oh well you know uh no we love women, this that and the third. How can women get anything else? Other than the message that you hate them from the way that you treat them, from the list that you build like this, from the narratives that you then push on them after situations that you create and obstacle courses that you design for them to then jump through, have to do their very best just to make 
just a little bit of an impact on the lives of themselves and those in their own lives and then just sit back and judge them for it because it's easy let me tell you why the key uh-huh. fact the key factor of it all comes from women period Mm-hmm. Women are too busy making unconscious decisions by having these kids by these men and, and the men are not sticking around. So it's left with the women. And y'all know the saying. It's left with the women to raise these exactly. boys, the ideal of what the man should be to their perception. So when a, grow, when, a, when a boy grows up to become a grown man and they treat these women how they treat these women, the key factor and the common denominator of the beginning of this, this whole problem starts from within the home of that single mother's house. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why this list is created. So it all falls back to the women. When I say, be careful on how you treat a man, how you pick a man, and how you value yourself with a man. Ooh. Vice versa with a man to a woman. Be exactly. careful what you pick with a woman. Be careful what value you set and boundaries you set with a woman. Mm-hmm. Because the same way how you doing all this fuck shit, that list that you created, ain't doing nothing but putting like fuel to the fire and it's too many of us black men not sitting back and just not thinking like Ooh. i don't i don't know any black man like a, like i don't know any black man that's actually sitting back and thinking about the consequences that they're setting up and the actions that they're deciding to choose when they are actually talking to these people of choice mm-hmm. so her people her people they do this is so indeed we- a fact both of them. Uh, I say that all the time. I say that all the time. I'm gonna say that this. Is, yeah, it's the, a clear indication. Both lists, both lists, the both of them lists. Y'all can yeah, go to hell. Yeah, both of those lists are ridiculous. Um, burn both the lists. I'm, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna start a pledge. I'll put it on my Facebook. Burn the list. I, I'll take a date to Chipotle. <laughs> if that's what we want. If that's what we want. <laughs> and, 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 and to be honest with you, I ain't gonna never stay away from no. I, first right. of all, I will never stay away from no goddamn fast food. I got a four year old. I all my money goes towards my. Kids. <laughs> you gonna go to fast food? Come I on. know that's right. You gonna mm. like, you gonna go like, well, oh yeah, I want a burger. Can you make sure to put a tomato on it? You like, ain't getting yeah. shit. Not, they said ain't gonna be no Applebee's two for twenty in this bitch. That's Hell no. Nah. Picky. That's the <laughs> I'm, I'm because I'm a little. Different, but I'm not picky when it comes to anybody that enters. My objective is to have a good time and create memories. Yeah, that's no, my objective. I'm not ordering off your two for twenty menu. I'm ordering a la carte, bitch. Like, nah. I'm <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for uh, this week's uh tea with Tigger Man. Since you know it wasn't there today. Yeah, that's who, bitch. <laughs> All right, up next, second half of the yeah, show. Next. We'll be right back. It'll be there next show. Mm-hmm. And it is empowering to take back the term whore after actively deconstructing all the negative connotations around it. I want to expand on this for just a second. FYI, she's responding to the stitch of a young lady who chose to indirectly shame her for her participation in casual sex. Now, there are a lot of men and traditional women who express that they don't understand why modern women see casual sex as empowering. Now, personally, I don't see sex as a tool of empowerment. I also don't see it as some sacred act that binds your soul to somebody. I see it for what it actually is when you strip away all of the bullshit that society has attached to it. It's a natural act that human beings engage in out of pleasure, procreation, or profit. But the reason it is such a gendered polarizing topic is because traditional religious patriarchal society made it into one.
Y'all are the ones who have stripped women of their sexual autonomy to the point that so many of us are digging to find it. Y'all are the ones who utilize terms like hoe, slut, and Jezebel to brand women for their sexual behavior or sometimes just how they act or dress. And y'all are the ones who gave men the green light to be as sexually open as they would like to be down to being predators. But only when women abandon this contrived idea of purity do we get think pieces about the perils of hookup culture. So the fact that y'all act surprised that there are women who are hell bent on tearing down the barrier y'all made around sexual freedom is baffling to me. Now, I think that everyone should practice some sort of discernment when it comes to sex. But boundaries and good judgment can be utilized with casual partners as well. Because the whole reason that we warn women against non-committed sex is because we understand that a lot of men only view them as objects of pleasure. But if we keeping it a buck fifty, a lot of y'all are married to men who see you the exact same way. There are a lot of men who don't even understand that they can sexually assault their wives because they see a marriage license as a bill of sale. So I'm sorry, but simply not having casual sex doesn't even protect y'all from the sexual dynamics that sexism has created. And while I agree that most of these men don't deserve no coochie that's married or otherwise, I wish I would spend as much time teaching your sons to view women as more than objects as you do shaming your daughters, because then a lot of the problems we have around casual sex would be solved. Take us to work. Take us on the go. Take us wherever you go. WRTR Real Talk Radio. And you can do just that by going online right now. iHeartRadio. We are there. We are on freaking odyssey we're on in radio we're on spotify we're everywhere that you are it's wrtr real talk radio welcoming you to the second half of the show guest hosting with us this week standing in for miss lyric is jc All from right. the is it on podcast what it do man what's going on what's going on all right so let's get into the second half of this show um let's see Listen, so did y'all see my post on social media about uh, that movie? Um, Slaughterhouse? Yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, though, but yeah, I did see it. As Halloween approaches, if you want a good laugh, listeners, if you want a good laugh, if you want something to just like keel over laughing at, if you found Cocaine Bear funny, then you're going to find. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've funny. seen that one. Then you're going to find Slaughterhouse funny. So it's about this killer sloth. Um, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it for all of y'all, but I'm just gonna say, it's it's a it's a comedy horror movie. So it's meant to be funny but scary at the same time. It's about a you know it's about a sloth that you know just kills people. So yeah, okay, there you go. Got to definitely check it out. Shout out to Hulu. Y'all had me cracking up. All righty, so. Let's see. What's been going on in your week, Jason? Oh, child. <laughs> what happened? He asked what's been going on in my week. Oh, While well, you was getting your life together. So, of course, I am in the process of creating the podcast. I'm still at the beginning stages. Okay. Um, I have one of my actual co-hosts on. Um, his name is Jupiter. Or Sam. Okay. He gets two nicknames, so he's helping me out with the podcast. Um, I'm Ooh. trying to get all of everything that we can talk about, um, as far as just bringing in a good audience, so it can be warm, it can be welcome. Um, of course, it's, it's not going to be any different than what we're doing here right now. Um, 
pretty much is going to get served up with all the directness from both of us. But it's also going to be healing energies too. I think that. Nice. Huh? I'm That's it. Nice. Nice. Oh. nice. <laughs> um, we we have decided to tap into um a lot of um subjects to cover um in regards to what people are not talking about every day. Um, mm-hmm. This world is the world that we're living in is is fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and of course, we can't get back what we used to have and what we used to love back in the day. But I do believe that when we move forward together, personally, I feel like things will be better. It's a lot of fuck shit that's going on that is being too far in acceptance and it's spilling over to our kids. So there you go. I'm 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 doing this on behalf of my kid. I'm not. Mm. I can't. I can't teach my son how to be a logical person and a and a man in his own way and right when it's just so much distraction out here you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a lot of people out here who are doing things and not realizing that they're doing it they're pretending that they know what they're doing but in reality they don't know what they're doing so yes indeed i mean we we figuring out strategies and it's been tough um shout out to marcus Thank you. Because he has definitely guided me and and talked to me and and pretty much um just opened me up. To he did what he, he guided you. He, he oh, oh here we go. Mm. He got well. You. Okay, so let me let me elaborate because Tony, you got that look in your face like okay. <laughs> so okay, so we had a conversation. Um, I'm a mentor. God damn it. <laughs> We had a conversation because I was a little bit shaky, um, only because, again, as I mentioned prior in the conversation, Marcus followed me on social media, so he see a lot of my posts and the self-explanatory. Am I lying, Marcus? No, he he definitely has some um, eye raising or eyebrow raising, um, you know, posts and everything. So uh, once he announced that he was doing a podcast, I went ahead and reached out and said, "Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and pop that podcast cherry. Have you on the show? That way you get a feel of it and." Yeah, I just made it vulgar. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> either way, I no, honestly, we had you know we're having him on just to you know get the feel for it and you know see how he likes it. So that being said, how was your week, Tigger Man? Um, it's just Wednesday. Okay. No, hold on. Today, yeah, today Wednesday. Mm, it's just Wednesday. Shut, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's been it, it's been cool so far. I um, saw that cumulus cloud form around your face earlier. Ooh. Say what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's, it's been, my week has been going all right so far. I mean. That's good. Nothing big or major happened, so it's been really. well, we what afraid. it is. It's been what it what it is. <laughs> we we could have had traded because besides the podcast, I'm not gonna put anything personal out. But I was damn sure gonna backslap the shit. <laughs> yeah. I was going to backslap the shit <laughs> out my coworker. I don't give a damn. Uh, she she just she didn't make my sheep. First of all. Uh, in the midst of me trying to get everything together in a positive way and you know I'm a positive person and stuff like that I just hate when somebody be over top of your back like that oh yes yes and yes, you at work and you like damn like you know what I mean and and I'm really good at what I do you know what I mean I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it everybody that knows me know my worth I think it's top tier so okay. 
in the midst of me having that freedom, you know, I did all my work. I had my freedom. I set aside, pulled my laptop. I was coming up with some ideas. I was feeling real good, real jazzy, you know. And I just felt an immediate warmth presence over top of my shoulder. And it just felt a peach fudge arm. Ew. Mm. A peach fudge. Not a a peach fudge arm. Ew. Yes. And I was upset about that and then had the nerve to report me to HR. For what? What did you do? You was looking at porn? Uh, You you didn't have a mask on? No, it wasn't even a mask. It was your beard. It was my beard because she told me she had an issue with um, if I wasn't practicing um, some sort of religion. Uh, you know what? See, then see, then see, I should see. I should I should clean this up. I should you know because in the work environment we like to have our individual um, you know our employees look presentable. You know we know that you are in the medical field and you know people can grab this. People can, Lady, why would somebody be grabbing it? Why would somebody be grabbing it? That's what is, I want to know. Which is why I, I had a tough week because listen, listen, listen to your audience. If you are in the medical field, mind your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Do what you're supposed to do. Save lives. Do what you're hired to do. Don't spill over into somebody else's space and invade people's spaces and and and, and doing all this touchy feeling and and then when a person like me retaliates you want to go to that's HR a problem that's a problem you know what i mean my facial hair had nothing to do with her putting her titties on the back of my neck right i mean like, you sitting here worried about my beard that's but that's meanwhile that's you got a whole bush in your titties like what's happening so i will report i will be reporting that to hr Listen, I listen, I believe in peace. That's remember when we had that conversation about you know putting the mask on you in your 90 days, mind your business, keep your job. I'm always in that same mindset when I come to work. I come to work, I clock in, I do what I'm supposed to do. I might have a conversation here and there, you know, just to kind of you know deviate away from the time. And that should just be that. But you I miss working from home. Mm. I love working from home. I miss it. If anybody knows any club. That's right now. I'll take it. I, I got a degree. Come on. I got. I, give it a, uh-uh. I go into the office two times out of the week. Only stay. Only stay there for half a day. Then come back home and finish my work. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with nobody. Man. Yep. I gotta go. Actually, gotta go in tomorrow. I hear you. Same here. But I want to work from home moving forward. It feel like the more I'm out with, in the public. No. It's gonna make you lose your mental. Yeah, bad as, it is, gotta, bad as it is, I gotta catch the metro to get the. Oh. Uh, that metro is a trip. People, and I'm and I'm not opposed to the people at all. But come on, early in the morning, I gotta deal yeah. with people, the kids fighting on their way to school. Yeah, just not dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Not dealing wow. with that. The, that part, the police shutting down the metro. I gotta call mm-hmm. my boss, letting them know mm-hmm. that I'm running a little late because the kids deciding yeah. to fight seven o'clock in the morning because somebody stole the baby lunch. I got. Oh no, that's too much. That is too much. It's too much. It's too much. So I deal with the general public enough. I deal with the general public enough, and we live in a, a world where people cannot get it together. They don't have a care in the world anymore. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Uh, all right. So Jace is with us this week, and he is going to pick the real talk subject that's coming up a little bit later on the show. But first up will be the Wi Files.
The Democratic Republic of the Congo is currently facing a grave humanitarian crisis, which remains largely unnoticed. Countless lives have been lost, and numerous individuals have been forcibly displaced. It is imperative to question who benefits from these tragic circumstances, and the answer includes nations such as the United States, the United Kingdom, France, and Israel the historical colonizers. But what motivates these countries to perpetuate this ongoing tragedy for the Congolese people? Let's delve into it. Congo holds a key resource known as Colton, a natural element crucial for the development of our smartphones, computers, and other technological advancements. In 2021 alone, Congo produced a staggering 700 metric tons of Colton, making it the world's leading producer, with Brazil in second place. Here's where the colonizers come into play. They have strategically supported military groups in Rwanda and Uganda, providing them with financial and military assistance. These groups infiltrate Congo, causing chaos, violence, and death, all with the aim of smuggling and profiting from this invaluable natural resource, which generates billions of dollars. Instead of purchasing it, they resort to theft. Exploiting these unfortunate circumstances, the colonizers ensure that the Congolese people are preoccupied with surviving amidst the chaos. They fund these military groups, enabling them to continue their ruthless actions, causing suffering and destruction among the innocent Congolese population. Another insightful perspective on this issue comes from another content creator who shared visual evidence of Colton mining. Mining Colton is a challenging and perilous endeavor and it puts the lives of many African individuals at risk. This is the harsh reality faced by the Congolese people in these resource-rich regions, living and working in extremely unsafe conditions. The consequences are devastating. Women are subjected to sexual violence, millions of people are forced to leave their homes, and over six million lives have been tragically lost, with a significant portion being children. When looking at this situation on the surface, it may seem like Africans are engaging in violence against one another. However, the truth is that the real culprits are the colonizing nations, the United States, the United Kingdom, France, and Israel. They fund military groups responsible for the suffering and loss of innocent lives, all to plunder Colton from the Congo. This is an alarming situation, a silent tragedy that goes largely unaddressed. It is essential that we bring awareness to this issue, share this video, and support any other content creators discussing this topic. Congo, like other regions in distress such as Palestine and Sudan, needs our solidarity. We must continue to shed light on the long-standing exploitation carried out by these colonizers. Israel, Great Britain, America, and France are accountable for the enduring crisis in Congo. Please share, like, and help this message reach a broader audience. Oh my God. America. cannot leave brown people the fuck alone. All we do is pillage shit. That's all we fucking do. We destabilize the country and then we go in there and we pillage shit. And they want to sit here and pretend like we are the big brother of the fucking world. We are not. We are the fucking bully of the entire world. We have fucked with every country that is brown. We are the fucking worst. We are the worst. We are a virus on this planet. America, the American government is a fucking virus. And they do this shit with our fucking money. 
five trillion dollars a year they get from the American people to go fuck with the entire world. So the entire world can hate us. I cannot come and get. Why do you have roaches? Why? Why do my children hate me? WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explain in the unexplained. We're answering why to the questions you want to know by taking your tweets at WRTR Radio. We take your emails it's at WRTR Radio at gmail.com. And we take your Facebook messages at Facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. This is the Y Files. Remember, the truth is out there. All right, so I'm going to kick this off with Derek out of Southeast D.C. You ready for this, Tigger? This is one that came through. Right. Derek out of Southeast D.C. wants to know why don't Tigger show up on OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I told you saying that bullshit would have people really thinking that you will, that you will fucking have an OnlyFans. I told you that bullshit. And now you got people writing up here talking about some damn work. I got blocked. What What were you doing on OnlyFans? My my account got suspended. For what? You ain't pay? It just got suspended. Oh, okay. Anyway. It'll be back up within... It got suspended for 30 days. So, yeah. It'll be back up next month. The lies you tell. The lies you tell. I can't believe people are actually looking your dumb ass up on OnlyFans. <laughs> this is, is creep tastic. Okay, why? Because what? Well, why? Mm-hmm. So they want to know why you didn't give details. You just I just said why. You just said it was blocked. You didn't give us details. We want details. What did you do? Don't worry about all that. What'd you do? There was something going on. Like what? There was just something going on. Okay. Next. Next. Well, because the truth is out there, yes. uh, the next would be you. Um, <laughs> what letter did you put? Oh, this, uh, this why it comes from me. Oh, this why it comes from me. <sighs> why do these ghetto women out here wear these goddamn 10-inch th- long nails? How do why they, they gotta be ghetto? Because they ghetto. That's ratchet you... and ghetto. I just want to know how do they, like, when they go to That's the bathroom, a how, how, file. Wipe, how do they wipe their ass and stuff with those nails? That's a how file, sir. That ain't no why file. No, I'm asking why do they have those? Uh, okay. I mean, why are they weren't? I I just want to know why. The better to collect that the loose boo boo with, my dear. Just saying. That, that, I want to know why. Mm-hmm. I want to know the same thing. I do. Because I've been trying to understand it. I, the other day I saw this girl. I'm telling you, this girl nail was like like this long and it was curving. So I was like, what the hell? Why you even wipe your ass? It was curving. <laughs> like a like a fungus? You know like the oh, fungus? Yeah, yeah, it was curling. Oh. If some of these letters don't convince you that people, uh, everybody's hygiene ain't what it should be, then I don't know what else will, because some of these letters will tell you that uh, alone. Uh, people are well, definitely I, not. They must got grease stains on it. I don't know. Ugh. Why, Tigger Man? He <laughs> said that because the truth's out there. You said grease. You said grease things. <laughs> All right, this le- this one comes from mm-hmm. Key from Pennsylvania. Key wants to know why are these parents out here going back and forth with us hardworking teachers about their children's grades 
when their seventh graders are reading at a fourth grade level. I blame that, the teacher. That's what she said. Mm. I, I blame the teachers. I blame the teachers. I blame the teachers. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to have a good rapport and relationship with the parents. Mm-hmm. It should never be a question for a teacher to identify a certain level of learning capabilities for a child without consulting with the parents to figure out if their living conditions are up to par to their kids' ability to learn in school. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, what the kids pick up at home, they display in school. Mm-hmm. So if your child is not on a good reading par level, that means you're not doing anything at home with the kids' parents to keep right. up the flow of the kids at school. And if the teachers are questioning the logic of why the child is not performing in a good environment space of schooling, that means that they're not talking to the parents at all to figure out what exactly what's going on. And that's, that's when they that's why they that's the point of the teacher parent conference. I agree with that to a degree. Um, I will also just remind you and let's not forget the educational standards of which that fucktard of an orange president made and which where people had to school uh, school their children from home for a while um, not to mention the ones that had to do the zoom calls I would expect just logically speaking I would expect a decline in the level of education that is received when you know the kid is at home versus being you know in the actual school so I can see that teacher's frustration being that person, okay, you're coming to me yelling at me that your seventh grader is reading at a fourth grade level. Well, let's do the math. Three years ago, hmm, let's see, where was that kid? What was going on in the world? Hmm, let's just, you know, it it just kind of all comes together. And I don't know, it just, I don't want us to jump over the fact that some of these kids are going to have a rougher experience educationally just from the simple fact that they had to learn different than a lot of people had to or a lot of us had to so just putting that out there not saying that's the make or break of what's going on here but just to keep it in mind because the truth is out there and that wraps it up for this week's wild files always answering why for you at wrtr radio on twitter send them on over to wrtr radio at gmail.com news to make you nauseous up next we'll be right back in today's episode of Cishet People Are Weird, this meme has been floating around Facebook. Let's unpack. Now, it's clearly meant to illustrate the commonly held viewpoint that men these days are becoming too feminine and sassy and that modern women are too masculine. At some point, I need you motherfuckers to understand that there has not been some grand exodus where everybody just abandoned their rightful gender role. The roles were just bullshit to begin with. Y'all just decided that people with Peter Whackers act one way, people with Kuda Mamas act a different way, and anybody who acts outside of the way that y'all made up is out of order. For instance, men are not inherently less emotional than women. Y'all just punch your sons in the chest at six years old and tell them to man up. Things like gossiping, aggression, being promiscuous, being career oriented, nurturing a child, enjoying sports, wearing nail polish, cooking, cleaning, having good hygiene, being tall. We attribute all of these things to gender when they are just human traits that quite literally anybody can have. 
I'm just not meant to be some soft life, divine, feminine, docile woman. I was put on this earth to curse, yell, and raise hell. And if that makes me a man, then cool. My name shall be Percy Jerome Aloysius Jenkins. And I don't know what y'all are worried about. Society has not turned a corner when it comes to gender roles, unfortunately. Men are still walking around musty as hell, putting their fists through walls because they think it's better than crying. Women are still being gamed into making men the head of households that they have to maintain. And y'all have successfully made drag queens and trans people a scapegoat while doing absolutely nothing about the actual things that are harming your children and society. What you mad about? News to make you nauseous on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Let's go. These are some of the stories you might not read about in the New York Times, the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal. It's news to make you nauseous. My name is Marcus Smoot. It's your boy Ticker Man. What's going on, everybody? This is the boy JC. Is it on? And this is news to make you nauseous. Uh, Ticker Man, you going first or me? Sure, I can go ahead. All right, go ahead. Yeah, because mine's short. Okay. Mm -hmm. Say what, Florida? Say what? A 29-year-old Florida woman is filing a negligence lawsuit against Chick-fil-A seeking at least $50,000 in damages. <laughs> Last oh, week she ate... Oh, let me just finish. She basically... She, she, um, she ordered some chicken nuggets from um, Chick-fil-A and mm. she ate one and then she bit into it and she looked at it. It was black. The chicken was black inside. So she um, filed a lawsuit for um, damages. Oh, was it body. burnt? Was it burnt? Was it like, no, what it was, was it? Black. She said the, the woman said she um, she noticed as she ate the food, the meat of the nugget was black colored and it automatically it instantly made her ill. She started having diarrhea, cramps, and nausea. This sounds like a white woman. <laughs> this sounds like a white woman. Oh my god! I yes. bit the nugget, and the whole nigger was in there. Ah, yeah. it made yeah. me so nauseous. <laughs> wow. So wow. she basically, yeah. So she just filed a lawsuit for them, and she's um, requesting for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. And they yes. never said what, so we don't know what's in it. We don't know what this black thing no, was. No, it was a black piece of meat. She said it was a black piece of meat. And she was scared to eat that black piece of meat. Mm. Yeah, usually. that black piece of meat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Y'all ain't usually afraid to eat black pieces of meat, but here we sit. Mm -hmm. oh, and, and she's been diagnosed with um, gastrointestinal illness. Gastrointestinal? Yeah, Gross. illness. Illness. Mm -hmm. Gross. I mean, oh. um, she, um, mm. I mean, I would have got, I would have got sick too if I would have bit into a black ch a chicken nugget and it the meat was black inside when I looked at okay. the other half of it. I would have got, I would have got sick too. I had so for fifty thousand for fifty thousand dollars. You like, I need to know like what was in there. Are we talking? Was this a rodent? Or was this like maybe like a overcooked piece of meat? Was this like you know a roach that you know? Was this a roach that got extra crispy? Like there's so many different things. <laughs> he said a roach that got extra crispy. Like what? What is it? Like there's so many different things that it could be, and for you to put Never a price on it, it for fifty thousand. Never mm -hmm. said what it was. That's I'm, why I could never have a restaurant. I couldn't do it. I'm I just, most 
I'm more concerned about health. See, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Mark. I'm Go. sorry. I, it, it, it's living right free in my head right now. Right, exactly. Okay. Because my thing. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make this connect. I, I was trying to. I was just brainstorming. She says she has the GI problem, correct? Medically, she has the mm -hmm. GI problem. No, she's she has been diagnosed with gastrointestinal. That's not how that works. It doesn't. Afterwards. You don't eat a bad piece of food and then that's, get GI. That's and not and not even that. When you get diagnosed, here we go. That's Edward. not how any of this works. When you get diagnosed with that particular um, condition, your PCP automatically give you a nutritionist, and I'm pretty mm. sure that's not what she's supposed to eat with that diagnosis. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you was already wrong for chowing down on Chick Fil A to start with, Miss uh, Miss Cankles. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving. On. I just thought that was. I just thought the whole thing was disgusting because she said she bit into a nugget and the meat was black. That's disgusting. <sighs> and you said this was out of Florida, right? Yes. Well, oh, no, no. <laughs> they batting a thousand because you ready for this say what florida say what all right so i was saving florida. on my podcast <laughs> florida orders state universities to disclaim another one uh, yeah florida orders state universities to disband pro-palestinian students group saying that it backs hamas mm. so in the latest shit and racist shit that fucktard DeSantis has done. Uh, he, his administration is linking a pro-Palestinian student organization to terrorism and is ordering state universities to ban the group from campuses, saying that it illegally backs Hamas, who attacked Israel earlier this month. Now, the reason that this makes me nauseous is this is, like I said, this is yet another example of governor DeSantis's uh, racism like his administration is linking a pro-palestinian student organization to terrorism just off the fact that they're pro-palestinian uh, oh well then you're automatically terrorists the wow. same shit that they did with muslims the same shit that they do with us just highlighting more and more this blatant racism and the problem is again florida the same state that's your that favorite state the, the same state that wants to sit here and revamp the educational system to where they take out the fact that white, that white people uh, were behind racism. The That's same awesome. Florida mm -hmm. that wants to sit here and do all this voter suppression. The same Florida that is, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Area one for damn, uh, what was it? The damn zombies zombies mm -hmm. the, the oh, oh gosh yes bad salt i was shit. down there too <laughs> i was yeah. down there too <laughs> this is all the same place and nobody sees the problem florida is the problem desantis is a problem yeah. can we please do something about this asshat that continues to run rampant unchecked can we do that can somebody step in florida what check in y'all already don't fuck with us i already get hate mail on a regular from florida what are you doing better if you got all of this vitriol towards me what is it that you've shown me to this to refute anything that i've said show me florida show me something better do that i don't, I don't hate florida i just know that florida can do better and and florida just to let y'all know i'm not kissing y'all ass nope i met every word and every letter that i formed into this word i meant what i said i know for a fact that you guys can do better Candle? Because they haven't demonstrated it. 
this is not a demonstrated uh success. So, Y'all have, yeah. and it's a lot of intelligent people. Okay, I'll take that back. Exactly. <laughs> and if you want these and more nauseating news stories, make sure you follow us on Twitter at WRTR Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at M-A-R-C-U-S-S-M-O-O-T. Actually, across all social media, that's Market Smooth. And you can find me, Trigger Man, on I Facebook at... <laughs> I thought you were going to say that only fans. <laughs> really? And you can find me on Facebook at Tony Tiggerman Nelson and on Twitter and Instagram at Tiggerman82. And in the next 30 days. <laughs> Don't say nothing when somebody creep up on Do not say something when somebody creep up on you in person and be okay. like, so what's up with that only fan? <laughs> Definitely will, and I honestly got a couple of people on my um platform that that's gonna watch this, and they probably gonna be putting up like, um, you know Tony Perkins? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You think you can get him? Um, you sure you can? You don't know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just be prepared, Tony. All for you. So up next on Real Talk, what are we talking about, JC? We are talking about. My ultimate favorite because you know I love the kids, but this one actually kind of disturbed me. Um, we're going to talk about a team being shot at an elementary school in Baltimore County doing a dismissal. That kind of like really messed my head up. Right, right. So yeah. I, I definitely want to tap onto that um, because it, it, when I when I when I saw that, it kind of did something to me. So I definitely would like to tap on that. And we'll get into that up next. Hey, I just want to get on here real quick and say, if you've noticed that some of your favorite large social justice creators aren't speaking out about the genocide of the Palestinian people as a response to the unjust killing of those 1400 Israelis, it may not be that they're being silent. They may be being stifled. I have tried to post this video a total of about 15 times now between here and Instagram. Each time it's being blocked. This time, they didn't even let it get past five seconds before I got an instant community guidelines violation. They are stifling voices. And that's why we are saying that the blood of this tragedy does not just lie on Hamas, the Israeli government, or the American government. It is very much on the hands of the media as well. The news media and social media. They are silencing us. Please Please go do your own research, guys. Keeping it 100. It's Real Talk. Real on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We keep it real. Real as ribs with a side of bacon right here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Uh, welcoming you to another edition of Real Talk. As we wrap up the show, JC from the Is It On podcast is going to go ahead and lead us today. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> The real talk subject. So go ahead, give us a give us a scoop. What's going down? All right, well, hello everybody. This is your boy JC on Is It On Podcast, and this is definitely disturbing to me. But I definitely want to tap onto it. Tank shot near Baltimore County Elementary School during dismissal, according mm. to police. Excuse me, bear with me. They believe that the shooter may have been targeting several people from an earlier altercation and shooting had nothing to do with the school at all. One parent okay. said that they aren't going to let their incident hinder their children's education. And she quoted by saying, I'm definitely concerned about the safety. When I brought her to school, there was a lot of police activity. So it gave us a little security bringing her to school. We can't stop the violence. However, bringing her to school, um, has to happen in a in a sense of things we have to keep going on with that so 
I have an issue with that. Okay. I have a really, really, really big issue with that. Um, only because um, a school setting is supposed to be a safe zone for That's all kids to learn, be. to grow, to be productive citizens in the state that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for starters, this, and this is a lot to unpack for um, adults, grown ass adults, to have any altercations around any elementary school, shame on you. Like, honestly, shame on you. Find a hole, dig dig yourself down into it because that's just downright embarrassing um, to start any type of shooting on top of that at an elementary school. You know what I mean? So don't care. They don't care. And it's detrimental to the communities. It's definitely something that needs to be addressed entirely. I know that Maryland had just recently passed a law for um, for guns, for people to carry, things of that nature. So I feel like it's only going to get worse, worse. Um, you know, moving forward. But before it can actually get worse, I definitely want to hear what are some of the things that you guys think that could improve or just pretty much put it in the perspective of this not happening too frequently because it's, it's happening all around the country itself but god damn it's happening more than i anticipated so i don't know i don't, I don't right. know um i would say as far as baltimore since you highlighted baltimore the things that i've seen with children and i've only been here a couple of years so i can't really speak but the things that i have seen are abysmal you know um you have lackluster administration everywhere mm. around all the all the time every time you see him i mean from the crossing guard on up because i drive past the crossing guard every morning to go to work that woman um it's not the most efficient i'm gonna say i will just be the nicest i can with it as a crossing guard she's not the most efficient kids be walking out <laughs> and she'd be like kids just be walking out just like strolling across the road she'd be like oh looking down at her phone and she'll look up oh damn and then like grab her sign and stuff and be waving or or she'll be looking down at her phone while she has her other arm up with the stop sign yeah, while people it. are crossing the that's road. because they don't care they, don't, they really don't care they just did to, to <laughs> do this do that do, do them out of out, those albums that they need to do so they can get their money and keep it moving they, they don't care they do not care and this continues to be a problem and i i'm not just picking on the crossing guard per se i, I mean it's from the, it starts everywhere like hey. the fact that the crossing guard has lackluster you know care about these children crossing the road before they even get to school let alone once they get in there and then you have fucktards over in states like florida like desantis where they want to give children buckets of rocks to sit inside of the classroom in the event that an actor shoot active shooter becomes present they have buckets of rocks in the classrooms to throw at the assailant i don't yeah they do what, what is this, a rock going to do with an AK forty seven when that when that shit starts spraying all over? What? What? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, that, it's all right there in the news, and we choose to ignore it. So I'm glad you picked this topic because it is. Um, I don't talk about children often because I don't have any of my own, and really, um, you know, me, I'm not a children type person. However, um, for me. I do care about children at the end of the day. I do care about the next up and coming generation. Like it's cringeworthy for me to be sitting in a movie theater when you bring your children into R rated movies where they fucking 
and when you take your children out and don't take care of them or when your child looks unkempt i do care about children so this does bother me but as far as the school system goes people have to care to start you have to care about somebody other than yourself. Get uh, off here. Why are you checking your phone at the stop uh, at, at the stop sign? Why are you doing that? Kids because, are there. But that's that, 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 out of the fact that they can't there to make a get a paycheck. Eight hours. Like and, I said, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And, and then you talk about <laughs> and oh, children will never be safe in school. Children will never be safe anywhere they are anyway. Because I mean, it, the way things are now, anything can pop off at any time. Um, so some of these children, <laughs> I, I like the protest well, they had a few years is, ago. None of us will never be safe, <laughs> right? I like the protests that the kids were doing a few years ago. The ones that wanted to um, go in, and they were literally they were going in, and they were um they they wanted the children to go to school. Now the children all refused to actually go to school. Because they were like, well, if you can't keep us safe here, why should we go? And, you know, um, students, I forget where this was because, you know, you kind of sprung this topic up on me. But I, I do remember a protest sitting. Uh, I do remember a protest where kids literally said, OK, well, hmm, y'all can't seem to keep us safe, but you want us to go to school. So here's what's not going to happen. And they didn't go. And they yeah. protested and they made those administrators. And it comes to the parent. The parents have to be active. You can't just send your school. It's not like it was when we were in school where we went to school. And as long as you wasn't fucking up in school, you didn't really have conversation or your teachers didn't really have conversations with your parents. Mm. Like it wasn't it's not like that now. You have to be an active parent because you've got to double check on what these fucktards out here are doing. Do you know how many teachers that I've met that do some absolutely terrible things? I'd be like, are you really a teacher? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know some. And I'd be like, mm, I don't know if I want you teaching anything, any offspring of mine, but okay, here we and, sit. And it's very upsetting because, um, as I mentioned prior in that, in that documentation that they had wrote down on behalf of that story, our parent was still strong in her and her um, understanding to sending her child to that same school mm -hmm. when the incident happened. I have an issue with that as well. Why would you take your child back to the same problematic school that had this situation and putting your child back in home? In you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I, I have an issue with that as well. Like I don't think that that don't sit well with me either. Like as right. a parent, you're supposed to your your full responsibility is your child. You're responsible mm -hmm. for your child. Be accountable for your child, especially when it comes to their safety. So for you to put in, a, in an article in any sense and embarrass yourself any more than you are with yeah. Hey, I'm still taking my child to the same school that this happened. That's some bullshit. You make yourself look stupid. Yeah, that's why I said like that's some Real bullshit. Stupid. Like, I would never do that. I would never. First of all. Yep. I see why parents are homeschooling their kids to the best of their acknowledgement. I see it. I see why. Because you have people like this parent who mm -hmm. is so heavy on, oh, my child has to get this education. My child has to get out. And the, the crazy part about that is a lot of the parents don't really want their kids to be in the house during the day. Right. <laughs> they don't want That's true. During the day. That is true. They're home. So, of course, this doesn't surprise me, but the mental state of the decision making in that particular situation that would just fuck my head up to the point where it's don't oh no my son definitely stay home i don't i don't feel safe for my yeah, son i wouldn't take my i wouldn't uh -uh. i wouldn't take my child back i, I wouldn't send him to school i wouldn't uh -uh. 
So, so after, definitely so has after to... shooting, uh, uh-uh. yeah, no, yeah. no that's why uh-huh. I was surprised. Yeah. I was Ain't so no surprised. Way in the world. Yeah, Ain't no way in the world. Something definitely has to be done. I honestly, I wouldn't know where to start, but I'm not in the educational system, so I'm not, you know, necessarily, um, you know, <laughs> handed that responsibility. But for those that out there that are, you guys got to do better. You got to keep these kids safe. We got to come up with some creative ways to just stay alive. It sucks, but it's true. Yeah. It's what it is. Um, All right. So before we get out of here, I wanted to talk about one more thing. Um, I want to extend a big hug and show a love to the family and friends of Amy Johnson. Um, a trans woman killed in DC outside of a nightclub called Nelly's. Mm. Um, I got put out so, of Nelly's. For, you got, for what? I'm actually banned. For you what? Uh, that's probably a good thing. Were you in that's there a fighting? good thing. Huh? Were you in there fighting? My scar, my hand proved it. Mm. I knew I seen you before. Well, I knew I seen you. Wow. Okay. So, I, I, and I don't mean shout out to the family. No, I I, I'm so sorry for interrupting yeah. that, but Nellie's is like a spirit of Nellie's. I saw. I I boycotted Nellie's a long time ago when they were doing that race. When they were doing that racist shit uh, years ago, I boycotted. Everybody else said they were boycotting, but I guess as places closed down, I guess people decided, oh, okay, well, let's throw money at the racist white man because we don't have any other place to throw money. But hey, that's y'all's issue to deal with. Uh, back to Amy Johnson. Um, shout outs to her family and friends. Um, those mourning her loss. She was apparently attacked outside of the club at around three uh, around three a.m. This was after the club had closed. Actually, it was four a.m. They said this was after the club had closed. Apparently, she um, was attacked by a few people, and while she was running away from them, she ran out into the streets where she was struck by an oncoming vehicle. Oh my god! Oh my god! Said that to say, can we wow. stop? Can we stop? Can we stop with the violence? Can we stop with the unnecessary foolishness? Not picking at you, JC, at all. But this shit has got to stop somewhere. People are losing their lives. Ridiculous. People are losing their lives. Trans women are targets. They have, they are targets. And for those of y'all out there that don't care because you think that trans women are out here trying to trick people or trans women are out here trying to be or replace women or this, that, and the third, and you feel like you, Jess Hilarious, got to uh, gatekeep your period in order to uh, stay away from trans women or in order to keep trans women suppressed so that you can feel validated or so that you can feel better about yourself. Stop this foolishness stop this violence people we literally we have to if you don't like somebody it's okay to just not like them and leave them keep alone. it moving keep you know? it moving gay people are not out here if you found yourself attracted to a trans woman and oh well mm, she's trying to trick this that and the third she's not trying to do anything because most of the trans girls that i know are absolutely going to tell you what's tea if you don't already know that part and even to my defense, I'm um, just piggybacking off of that. And, and, and shout out to her family, my condolences again. Um, no one should be able to lose their life behind violence. Right. Um, coming from a, a, a background of violence, because that's all that I knew. In my defense, um, 
I'm very fun to get along with. I'm very genuine. I I, I believe I have a Kendrick, Kendrick spirit. Like, honestly, I'm not even just saying it just to be saying it. Like, I'm, I think I'm a vibe. But there are individuals out there that don't tolerate rejection. They mm. hate rejection. Yeah. Don't like to be told no. They don't like to be turned down in any form of the sense. And that was my experience when I was inside of that bar. Um, whoever that young man was that I beat up real bad, I apologize. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, there y'all go. Stop, mm-hmm. stop. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But 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 to speak on that. But to, but honestly, but to speak on that. Um, I think. Um, a lot of people need to, as I mentioned, they need to really reevaluate themselves when it comes to meeting different people because different people have different standards and different boundaries. So to invade that, if I'm telling you for an example, no, I'm not interested, no, I'm cool. And if you say, you faggot ass bitch, just stand there and yeah. fucking it. Oh. Mm-hmm. You see how that dynamic changed? So mm-hmm. when it comes down to trans women as well, please protect out there, st- me personally. Still women. They're still women. They are still in their right to live their lives the way that they see fit for themselves. And as much as respect that they give out, we should be able to do that as well in a reciprocal situation. And if, even if they don't give you respect, that still does not give you the reason or the right to kill them or to end or take their lives. It doesn't. I think that's morally wrong. That's for anybody. That's across the board. Okay. Nobody should be out here killing they anybody. They don't care. They don't care. They, no, they don't, no, they don't care. They do not care. But they to don't. end this on a hopefully positive note, Jace, did you have a good time? I had a wonderful time. Uh, oh, I had a. It came natural. It came. It, natural. It, it definitely came natural. I hope you guys enjoyed me. We definitely had a good time, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to the "Is It On" podcast. Yes, yes, yes. coming November thirtieth to right. a streaming service near you to be yes. announced. Go yeah. ahead and give the go ahead and give the listeners one more again uh, your handles. Alrighty, so you guys can find me on Facebook at Jace Clinton or IG or oh, it's just Jace. Uh, literally it's spelled the way that it sounds oh it's just <laughs> oh it's just jace <laughs> all righty <laughs> um, again as i mentioned i'm still at the beginning stages so just bear with me please have a little bit of patience with me i'm still setting up the fan page and everything like that for you guys to tune in and enjoy and get all the good laughs all the directness and of course most importantly the healing is definitely mm. going to be there at the beginning and end of it, I am God-fearing, just to let you guys know. I believe in God first, middle, and last. So you will definitely hear some things on my podcast. But most importantly, I would love for you guys to turn in. Again, thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Tony, for having me on your podcast. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. And Absolutely. And I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, wrapping up uh, this week's edition of WRTR Real Talk Radio. Lyric, we miss you. We're going to hopefully see you yes, soon. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because I want to meet you, Miss Lurk. I heard all the great things I have. I have. <laughs> and then, I, of course, I had to warn him about Tigger Man before he came on, you know. I mean, I mean, honestly, Tony, he really did, though. Mm-hmm. But you, about what, though? But about what? Because you, mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I. Mark, is, is this the same guy that thought that I was the other guy in your inbox about? Yeah, yeah, he, he thought oh, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. For those of y'all that don't know, somebody hit us up in our inbox and was like, hey, yeah, I'm interested in your podcast. So when I told Tigger Man that we were going to have a guest, he assumed oh. it was the creep from the inbox 
that you know wants a little bit more than podcast. I mean, I'm too cute to be a freak. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm too cute to be a freak. I'm sorry. I just asked. I just asked. I'm happy you did. I'm happy. That's to all I just asked. Because I was about to say, uh-uh, absolutely not. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Thanks for listening to us. And we'll holler at y'all hoes, H-E-A-U-X, next week. All righty. W-R-T-I Real Talk Radio.